everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, with episode 157. Woot woot. Okay, so lots of great stuff to share with you. We're going to talk about the full moon coming up on Saturday in Libra. But before I do, a few announcements. Um, okay, so uh, just to say that, uh, of course, we are very appreciative of all of you. And if you're new to the channel, my name is Irliana Samsara and Star Sound Astrology. I am a Hellenistic astrologer. I mixed, uh, I mix traditional and modern astrology together. Um, if you like this content, please make sure you like, share, subscribe below in the um, in the, those little buttons. <laughs> make friends with those buttons. And um, yeah, and so anyway, let's get right into it. Okay, a couple of announcements before we get started. I'm going to be teaching a mini course. It's going to be a five-week course. It starts on June 14th to July 12th. And it's going to be uh, astrology for beginners. It's building blocks. And it's going to give you lots of great, you know, really like how to, without any astrological knowledge, how to grasp a chart and just sink in and just just get your hands dirty, so to speak, you know, just get them, get, start working that clay into your chart and to discover there's layers and layers. Um, many practical benefits for this as well. Like, um, you know, I can show you how to have like maximize opportunities um, for productivity and effectiveness, you know, so we get a handle on the, the currents of your life and how to move with the waves rather than against them. Really, isn't that what astrology is all about? To uh, assist us in seeing archetypes and understanding the uh, cosmic cycles so that we are in, in tune with them. So anyway, that's gonna be uh, July, uh, June 14th, July 12th. If you have any information, um, any questions, I will be posting that. Um, I had a little Mercury conjunct Uranus. I could not get the dang page to load on my Squarespace, but don't worry. It's, if you have any questions, you could just jump on and send me an email, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Um, in other news, yes, we have a bunch of great astrologers coming to, to uh, continue our, our guest episodes. And um, Andrea Michelle said absolutely yes, and I'm nailing down a date with her as we speak, as well as uh, a few others. And I'm going to be on Kat Nelligan, Cat Rose Astrology, fabulous woman from the UK. I interviewed her last year. Um, she, I, we're definitely going to trade places again, but we're, I'm going to be on her podcast um, uh, talking about the eclipses, and that's going to be uh, next Friday, April 22nd. So yes, um, stay tuned for that. Okay, on to the full moon. So this full moon is in the sign of obviously in Libra. So um, it is at the um, 26 degrees, is it? 26, oh, where did I put my notes? Hold on a second. Forget notes, just go right to the chart, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's at 26 degrees of Libra. So um, what what is a full moon? You know, what happens? Well, you know, we had our Aries new moon. Aries is, you know, the beginning of, it's the, the Aries point, zero degrees of Aries. That's the inception point for all things to be birthed into, into this realm, right? And so uh, cardinal sign, great changes in the Northern hemisphere, it's spring. And so we, but if you're in the Southern hemisphere, it's metaphorically, it is this new beginning. And so we, um, 
what we do on the full moon is we're, it's a checking point. We're saying, okay, with all those goals and that drive and the ambition that we had to start new projects and get things going, um, we, we check in and it's like, but fruit, right? The fruit is ready to be, uh, is juicy, hopefully, you know, we've done a work, but it's, it's a check-in where it's like, okay, um, to what needs to happen for all this fruit to, to, to bear, to, for the fruit to be the juiciest and the best, for the best outcome, you know, what goals, how can I take my goals and make them, um, you know, to realize them? Everything that we're working on is now coming into fruition. And so it is an opportunity for us to um, to check and see. Now, obviously, our um, with a full moon, it, no matter what sign it's in, there, it's always an emotional time. Tensions come up, right? It's like this process of, oh my God, the fruit's ready to harvest, you know. And we're like, kind of like a little, oh my God, you know, been, been planting that seed, and now it's the oranges are juicy or whatever your favorite fruit is, mangoes, right? And uh, and so, what will it take? Well, in a in a Libra full moon, what will it take to realize these goals? Well, diplomacy. Venus is the host, right? Venus rules Libra. So diplomacy, community, thinking of others. Um, yes, we're holding self space for, for ourselves and we are still sovereign, right? As the new moon, you know, exhorted us to be, um, claiming that sovereignty, claiming that courage and brilliance and um, always finding that balance point is within a community, within harmony, within agreement, within diplomacy. And so um, with that, um, I would, there's a few things here that um, I'll say, you know, we're, we're that the hallmarks of this particular one most loud is the fact that uh, the full moon is going to be an exact square to Pluto, the planet of regeneration, birth, death, life, sexuality, regeneration, right? From the from the, uh, the phoenix rising from the ashes. And then, you know, and so that square with Pluto is giving us um, it's not an easy, you know, the, the Venus full moon would want everybody to just get along. And what, what's that, uh, the, the Julie Andrews song, uh, you know, was it Mary Poppins? Um, you know, just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. You know, it's like, yes, that's so Venusian. That's so Libran. However, with this particular full moon, that might be a little more challenging because it's saying, okay, yes, we want to be kind. We want to have agreement with everyone, but we will really have to the, uh, we have an opportunity here or the, you know, the, the universe is going to give us this opportunity to look under the hood and we might not like what we see. There could be some uh, toxicities uh, that and, and hidden agreements and secrets and maybe loyalty secrets that we need to confront in ourselves and others in our relationships, right? Libra, full moon in the relationship, marriage, the sign of, you know, relationships, collaborations. Now, is this a good time to collaborate? Yes, obviously, with the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, Venus is now there. Venus is in her exaltation, so she supports Jupiter. It's about supporting your dreams and, and the confidence and hope and optimism moving at this beautiful, um, elevated place. And we have to also always remember with that Pluto square is like saying, you know, yes, kindness and uh, we have to really be honest with ourselves and we might have to face some unpleasant truths. So um, so yes, maybe there's there could be resonance with 
perhaps things that might uh, surface again that you had to deal with, you know, back when Pluto, when Venus went retrograde, you know, at the end of December to January, there was that time where, where, um, you know, that was a very profound retrograde conjunct Pluto. So in this full moon, we might find this little, uh, what's that word in French? A frisson, a frisson of, of, um, of resonance that comes up around, you know, healing an opportunity here. The moon of course moves very quickly. So it will start, um, on uh, here, here is our chart. By the way, we could share that. Um, the moon yeah, is set for Washington D.C. and it will be at 2:55 um, p.m. Eastern time. So just adjust accordingly. And here, as you can see, the the, the square with Pluto, and so that is you know definitely a a a, a point of tension. It's that square. Um, we want to uh, when you think about what might get stirred up. Um, there, those deep, you know, deep shadow uh, side, some toxicity. So in order to heal and in order to have diplomacy, we have to really, and this opportunity is like to confront that with grace, with, with love and grace to confront and that part of ourselves, that's that shadow that we may not have wanted to admit, or maybe we have a hard time with. Well, this, this new full moon is going to give us an opportunity to do that. So, um, the moon will, by the way, on uh, the 22nd, which is about six days from, you know, from uh, six days later, and the, the, the full moon will, on Friday evening, Eastern time, uh, the moon will conjunct Pluto. So right now it's squaring for the full moon, but then it'll go right up to the square. So again, there is this uh, opportunity there to again, uh, bring forth another level or another facet that might uh, come up for healing and uh, regeneration. Um, the, another um, aspect is that this new moon is making a nice, as you can see here, it's making a nice square with our friend Saturn. So here's moon in Libra, third house in Washington, Saturn in Aquarius, right there, seven, right, yeah. 23 degrees, it's just a little past that point with Saturn at when the moon becomes full. So it's it's exact right now, but it's uh, definitely um, there. I would say that the passion for connection and cordiality meets up and gets an ease. There's an ease of grace to make fundamental changes with wisdom, with maturity, thinking about the future, thinking about what foundations do we, what what foundations do we want to lay for the future? What foundations do we want that are going to be strong and lasting that really are in line with our visions and our ideals um, for, for our reality, whether it's our personal reality and the collective of society. So we are that, that trying to Saturn, um, hopefully, you know, I pray that, that we can send that those really good vibes and intentions to Ukraine and, and all of the areas around the world that have been so uh, war-torn. Um, so that square, that trine with Saturn, right? There's a wisdom and a maturity that's that's present. The uh, third uh, point is Mercury. If you notice here, Mercury and Uranus are, Mercury is coming into a conjunction with Uranus in Taurus. So uh, that could be some very interesting, um, enlightening conversations, could be shocking as well. Maybe some shocking news stories or ideas or innovation that things, this is definitely an invitation to break out of that box. When you think about all this good juicy stuff that's been building for the last month with 
Venus, you know, Neptune and Jupiter in conjunction, as you can see here, Jupiter jumped over Neptune and is, um, but they're still in exactly conjunct for the full moon. And then we've got Venus in the mix and she's edging, edging in that she's already in the party room. Um, so that's, that can, and it, this is in an overcoming sextile, right? So this has a very Venusian grace, the sextile 60 degree angle has the properties and the qualities of Venus. So it's an easy harmony. So you could have these enlightening, thoroughly enlightening, liberating conversations um, with yourself, with others and connections, innovative ways maybe of marketing and selling could be a great uh, inspiring, you know, getting some really amazing downloads. Sure, with, with writing, with any, if you have creative writing, poetry, any kind of creative pursuit, this is a really great opportunity these uh, next few days with Mercury conjunct. You're honest, you know, um, I have to say too, I was uh, on my uh, writing salon, uh, one, my, one of my wonderful cohorts, Nancy, she said, and I'm, thank you, Nancy. Um, she said, you know, there's this thing, she gets this email and it's called, the, there, there's this society, this is so Venus and Pisces and Neptune and Jupiter and Pisces, right? There's this actual society called the, uh, I'm not kidding, the Cloud Appreciation Society. Isn't that cool? That's like so many, and, and, and so every day you join on their, I guess, just Google Cloud Appreciation Society and you on their, um, they will send you a beautiful picture of a cloud every day. So you can appreciate, right? No matter where you live, let's say you live in a big city. I remember when I lived in Manhattan, oh my God, it was so, one thing that was so hard for me was I couldn't see the sky. I was living there with all these concrete canyons and you just see these little slices and you barely see the moon if you were lucky, you know? So wherever you live, uh, or if you live in a place that maybe you, you never see any really cool cloud formations, well, guess what? You can get them. So in, in, in honor of them, I figured I'd pull up a picture of a cool cloud. I did not join the Cloud Appreciation Society yet, but look at that. Let's talk about clouds. After all, Mercury in conjunction with Uranus, and we are getting ready for those Uranus eclipses, right? Uranus in the mix with these eclipses. That big major amazing April 30th a solar eclipse but anyway so here what's Uranus well um, I know this looks like a cloud but maybe it's a pyramid hmm well maybe it's a bunch of ETs stacked one on top of another you know when we played when we were kids and we do pyramid and you get somebody on there the strong kids would be on the bottom on their hands and knees and then people climb on top this is almost <laughs> it looks like somebody's having fun mother nature so uh, there's a there's a cool cloud for you. There's there is my ode to the cloud appreciation cloud appreciation day or or uh, you know the concept. So anyway, yeah, I just love these. I saw stuff like this in Mount Shasta. Amazing. Like they they're, they're called lenticulars, and um, you know some people say, well, it has to do with the atmosphere. Da, 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 da. Well, you know, yes. And guess what? You know, maybe there's somebody in there. <laughs> I mean, it's like, a, it's like astrology versus astronomy, which of course they used to be one, one connected body of wisdom, but around the, around the, uh, by the end of the 1600s, it pretty much divested. Um, but the, the, the funny, you know, the thing is, um, you know, that would be like saying, well, you know, Saturn has uh, this much weight and this much gravitational pull. And it's like, no, no, no. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. But like, let's talk about Saturn, the archetype, right? So let's talk about those clouds. You know, who's over there? 
Um, so anyway, yeah, cloud appreciation, a great Venusian uh, thing. Join that society. Give, show them your love. It's Venus and Pisces. Speaking of love, my, <laughs> a friend of mine showed me um, yesterday. Uh, I never even knew this. This is such Venus and Pisces. There's this little button. You can go into your settings on Zoom where I record this, and it's there's this little slider thing and it says like something like enhance image or something. So I'm like, oh, let me, check, let me check that out. It's like, oh my goodness, I don't see my crow's feet so much. I love this button. Like, okay, please, no vanity. Trying, trying to curb that, right? Curb your enthusiasm, curb your vanity. It, it went that, with that uh, full moon in Libra, it may be bringing it to a fever pitch. So, um, which leads me to say, one of the things we want to, uh, for sure look at with with this uh, full moon is uh, people pleasing you know that would be a shallow that the shadow side of, of Venus is vacillating indecision uh, people pleasing trying to call you know I own you accommodate everybody at the expense of yourself like not a good plan if you're a Libra or Libra rising you know what I'm talking about I mean you know we just understand so we have to be very patient with ourselves. And we have to, you know, let's recognize when something is shallow, when we're trying not to rock the boat um, and, and all, you know, about appearances and glamor, you know, we think about Venus and glamor. So, but fortunately the, the saving grace is really that square with Pluto because it's saying, look, you know, stop being shallow, like talk to me and bond and be intimate and create some lasting change and don't be afraid to go under the hood don't be afraid to pick up that sewer cover because that's actually the access to you really want harmony you really want agreement you really want peace do you really want to be true to yourself look under the cover look under that go to that shadow corner that you've been afraid to look at hey we're going to have a lot of practice with that with these eclipses in case you haven't noticed so uh this is it's a good little um, a little practice thing. I would say too that on uh, Monday, the moon is going to be a conjunct after the moon leaves Libra, it will go into its fall in, um, in Scorpio. And so um, there, that to me, and it's, you know, the, the South node, it's going to, the South node is at 22 degrees. The nodes are at 22 degrees right now. That's a critical degree in astrology. And I want to say it's through my, no, it's in the other room. I want to say it's the 22 degree point is through like the middle of June. So it's, uh, that's, that's a lot of, um, let me just check and see. Hold on just a second. Okay, let us see. Um, let us see where that is in. What we were watching here is I call it the lucky horseshoe. Right, it's like this is a tension, right? The North Node in Taurus, the South Node in Scorpio. What, what can we embrace and the connection with ourselves, and what can we let go of? The, the how embracing one's self-esteem, very Venusian, right? Um, connections, returning to the Earth, letting go of fear, and and the ability to um, move through fear. But let's just just take a look and a gander to see. How many degrees, as you can see, it's still at 22, 22. And we are already up to June 1st. It's still at 22. I, th I want to say it's around the 14th. Let's see. Oh, yeah. June 18th. Is it June? 
yeah, there it is. June 17th, 18th, it goes into the, um, you know, here's my little Virgo thing, you know, oh, we have to get exact. Oh, it exactly crosses that threshold at, dun, 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 dun. okay, drum roll. In the Eastern time zone, Friday, June 17th. Let's see, it goes. Tick tock, tick tock. Do it. Somebody have a drum roll as we can. Here it is. Okay. Saturday at 3.55 in the morning, uh, Eastern Standard Time. That's when it goes. So from now through June 18th, which is what? It's two months. We're at that critical place. And that's that's a very, you know, that's really important. Um, did I not show you that thing? Yes, I did not show you that thing. Well, my goodness, Venus and Pisces. I love it. Neptune and Pisces. Who am I talking to? I wasn't even on the screen with Andrea Michelle. It was like, here it is. They're talking about a chart that we don't see. Um, so, or did we? I don't know. I'm not, I do this in one take. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, that that is a two month window where we are, you know, 22 degrees of a, of a card, of a um, 22 degrees fixed signs are called critical degrees. So this is an evolutionary critical checkpoint, 22 degrees. Um, here it is, as you can see, um, um, right there at the, um, you know, it'll come out of that critical point on a early on a Saturday morning, June 18th, which is right in time for the, um, the solstice. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, summer solstice, but anyway, back, to the now, back to our full moon. I just wanted to share with you that um, yes, this is this is really important when you think about north and south nodes representing these evolutionary choices that we make. Are we moving forward? What do we embrace? What do we hunger for? But what pulls us back? So what pulls us back with the node in south node in Scorpio and with the eclipses are blink blink showing us are like it's time to. Uh, regenerate and uh, move past the fear of the unknown. And, um, you know, how am I going to support myself? Right? In North Node, South Node, money, finances, support. Uh, what's supporting me? Or what do I feel with Uranus in the mix is the, the value that, that, what value do I place on money? You know, what value, what was it the best things in life are not things? But that's a conversation for the, the, um, the eclipse. Uh, podcast. So I'll, I'll save that there. I'll just, but I just wanted to say that with the moon coming into that conjunction with the South node on, on Monday, it's kind of like a little hit of what's to come when the moon lines up with the sun at the um, solar and lunar conjunct and opposing the sun, the solar and the lunar eclipse, we're going to be getting more deeply into that. So you might get a little preview on Monday. Don't you love these little sound effects? Fabulous. So I would say with the one on Monday, you know, um, and this is the opportunity with that, with these eclipses, you know, drop the drama. Not easy to do, right? Oh, I love my drama. My drama is my friend. I am attached. And this, here comes the eclipses of like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> Guess what? We're taking it away from you. Um, so dropping drama I, and again, finding comfort in the unknown. I think that would be a good little, you know, in coming off of that, um, of our, our full moon in Libra. So, and, and I would also say with Mercury uh, conjunct Uranus, that's like a great 
Mercury in that, and here it is in that, you know, the, the trusty, reliable, sturdy sign of Taurus, you know, saying like finding some practical solutions to maybe there would have been communication impasses or uh, ideas and where we've been stuck in our ideas around something and some Uranus coming along, it, it will like shake things up and maybe help us see things in a new way, share in a new way. Uh, certainly in terms of trauma, I would think this is a great opportunity here to be in uh, with, with the sextile, with that nice aspect with Venus. It's like, wow, there's love and kindness to heal trauma um, and to, you know, that spoonful of sugar, you know, let's look under the hood and let's do it with compassion for ourselves. Um, the, the, I want to say too that Mars is going to be, let me just jump back again to that screen. Mars is going to be um, is already in the sign of Pisces. And that was the last aspect I wanted to cover today. On Sunday, right after the full exact full moon, the sun in Aries is going to be co come into an Antitia. So in traditional astrology, an Antitia is, it's an interesting, it's not covered in modern. This is what some of the, the, the traditional lore and, and techniques and and knowledge that was lost when modern astrology kind of resurrected, you know, in the early 20th century with Jung, especially, um, we, we lost a lot of these techniques, many reasons, another conversation for another time. But Antitia is, um, it's a secretive conjunction. So for a few, for a short amount of time, the sun is going to be in this secretive conjunction with Mars. It's kind of like a mirror image. So that will be, um, that'll be interesting. So what, what do we do with that? Well, you know, the sun in Mars's sign and Mars is in Venus's sign. And it's making this, what you can't see that it look, it's a mirror image, but you can't see that it's, it's a secretive conjunction because in the sky, it doesn't look, it doesn't look together. But if you think of this as like folding a piece of paper along like this line, and you would see like what lines up with each other and it would be 30 degrees, so 26, almost 27 degrees, 28, and Monday it'll be 29, 30 degrees. That will be an Antitia. So I would say, you know, my advice to, to all of you would be to um, go forth bravely, swim with compassion. Mars and Pisces, swim with swim in the ocean of compassion. Um, all of your drive and your goals, make sure they are aligned with the divine, with the highest forms of mercy and kindness and uh, softness, the whole Piscean, you know, the, 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 the goals and uh, wishes of your dreams and line, line up with that. What you don't want to line up with would be, you know, well, gosh, you know, what's happening in, in Ukraine, you know, that would be a shadow Obviously that is, as you can see, it's playing out that way, but we have an opportunity to really connect with ourselves on that beautiful, compassionate bhakti, bhakti yoga. You know, I was thinking like, gosh, you know, go to visit an ashram if you have one that's near you or go online and <laughs> virtual visit, um, bringing, um, bringing together uh, that, that union of, you know, union with the divine yoga, right? The union with, with one's higher self. So um, that would be a great time to do yoga too. You know, maybe Ashtanga or something or Bikram. It's obviously the sun's in Aries, right? Put a little fire into it, but no, really, whatever, whatever floats your boat. So 
um, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to share. Um, thank you all so much for listening. I am always uh, delighted to answer any questions you have. It's always great hearing from you guys. Um, please leave comments below, or you could just email me directly, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I love you all. And um, you have a great, great, wonderful, exciting, uh, beautiful full moon in Libra. Take care. All for now.